Welcome to the She Heals the World talk show with Dr. S, the place to hear stories of heart-driven women creatively living free. Our episodes highlight conversations and insights that support the values of self-care, creative and personal freedom, slower living, happiness, health, and wellness to help you live your absolute best life. To be a part of the movement and join the conversation, step inside our free Facebook group, She Heals the World, and say hello. It brings me great joy to bring you our next episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the She Heals the World talk show. So as you know, we all have been dealing with a lot of change today. And I thought that it would be a beautiful opportunity to bring on Cassandra Bozak, who is a thought leader. She's been featured in Forbes. She's been featured in Well and Good. And she has a focus on personal development and mindfulness. And she's here to give us some tips on really how to cope during these really stressful times and during times that are uncertain. And so I'm really happy to have her joining us today. She's going to share a little bit about her business and then give us some tips on what we can do to stay positive and be in good spirits during challenging times. Cassandra, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So, so happy to have you. So can you give us a little bit more background about your business and how you got started in this work? <laughs> so I've I've been doing this for nearly a decade right now. Um, I've had my blog actually for twelve years, and so I guess over a decade on that that front. So it's been a long journey for me, and I really like to highlight that when um, obviously I work with a lot of aspiring, heart centered female um, entrepreneurs, and you know that that's something I, I try to remind them because I think sometimes nowadays we look on Instagram or we. We, you know, we look on whatever we're looking at and we think like this stuff happened overnight yeah. and, you know, where you see me at today is a result of 12 years. <laughs> mm. And so I just like to share that. And also a very windy journey as far as like pivoting and growing and, and really opening up. So it, it started, I started my blog, which I really see as like the beginning of all of this um, back when I was 21, when I was in college. And it was something that I had been moving through my own first kind of spiritual awakening around my body. I really, really had a horrible relationship with my body um, for the majority of my life, always trying to change it, had a lot of disordered eating. And it wasn't until I was 21 that I got really, really sick with what I later discovered was a variety of different food allergies. Um, but but I kind of, I pretty much got crippled. Like I could barely walk. I was in constant pain all the time. None of the doctors knew what was going on with me. And that journey was kind of a reclamation of my own power where I really had to, and I know so many, you know, so many people that are health coaches and so many people have stories like this, especially, um, you know, back in the day when we didn't have all the tests and all the things that we now have that you can like order on the internet. <laughs> um, it was kind of like no man's land back in, what was that, like 2007 or something like that, right, where people weren't as abreast. So I had to figure out a lot of it on my own. Um, and through that journey of wanting to heal my body, was able to start loving my body um, and really had a moment where I started connecting to God or, you know, my higher power at that time and really just 
just having an open dialogue. And so when that shifted for me, a bunch of my uh, girlfriends in my sorority were just so fascinated with like, you know, I started cooking and baking for everyone because I couldn't eat like regular things. So I would always bring the thing so I could eat it too. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Um, and kind of test drive to see like what they thought was good and which ones they liked more and stuff like that. And, and they really convinced me to start my blog, which was first, you know, little, little tidbits of my story and lots of, you know, allergen free recipes. And I just kind of kept that going while I was in college. And when I graduated, I was an actress at the time. So I was doing like TV and and small parts and films and bigger parts and independent films and off Broadway and commercials and stuff like that. That was what I had been doing for a while. And um, I love that as well. But this was something that was always just like, I couldn't wait to have like, to get to like, go home from set and come up with a new recipe or post something. And it was just my, it was my creative project. And um, when I was 25, so it kept on being my creative project for years. And um, when I was 25, my little brother got diagnosed with a terminal illness where Mm -hmm. he, um, you know, he has an autoimmune condition and um, he's stable right now. Thank God. But, um, but there was a, a few dicey years and we still have a lot of dicey times, um, where it completely shifted my world. And from that perspective, and it's been interesting just to parallel it. Cause I was just having, um, a talk with my mastermind ladies last night and talking to them a little bit about this, um, where, you know, at that point in my life, I really didn't know how to move forward. I had never dealt with that kind of intense um, sadness that I was moving through around those circumstances. And I really didn't know how to go back to my relatively, you know, I I wouldn't say it was like super cushy. I was definitely hustling and Mm -hmm. doing my best to get by and still at that stage of like my growth. But, but But when you thought about it health wise, I felt like, oh, like my life, even, even if sometimes I stress about paying rent, even if sometimes I can't, you know, go out to eat as much as I want with my friends or whatever, my life is still so, I'm so lucky to have it when here, my little brother is just like fighting for his. And, um, and it was in that space that really everything shifted. And, and to me, that was the space that changed my life. That was the space that from that from that place, I decided I didn't want to waste another day without feeling like I could help someone, without feeling like I was making some sort of impact in the world. And I threw myself into my blog and, you know, the social media and stuff like that. And and at the time, I had honestly had no flipping clue that you could even have a business out of this kind of stuff. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, I have a great idea. I'm just going to do this for a business. No, this was completely (laughs) self-preservation, you know, and and we joked a little bit about that before this interview, too, that that's definitely that's a self-preservation technique of mine is to be of service. (laughs) (laughs) So so 
help somebody. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, right. Like when in doubt, help somebody. And you know, at the very least, you feel better and someone got helped. <laughs> so that was a win-win. And that's how I was at that time. That's how I was able to cope. Um and and through that, naturally, my business grew and I had people that um, you know, my blog grew, more people started following, more people started paying attention to what I was posting on social media. Um, I ended up getting, uh, went to IIN, um, my brother actually, while he was going through all of this, um, funded my IIN education cause I didn't have any money at the time. <laughs> and, you know, he knew he could see how much it meant to me. Um, and he could see how much that was helping me be a lifeline. And, and also he was grateful for whatever tips I was able to give him. So, so that's kind of how I got started with that. And people started reaching out to me and asking me, hey, do you coach people? You know, do you help other women like moving through this stuff? Because I was just sharing, you know, everything I was doing. And, um, and I was like, you know what, of course. And so I just kind of wung it a little bit. And, you know, created some programs and, and got to work. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And once I started doing it, um, I remember thinking, I mean, I charged literally nothing when I first started out. I think I charged like 25 bucks a session. And, <laughs> and, and the women that I was coaching were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this is so helpful. And it's like helping me make these massive shifts and, and so that's how my original business, which was kind of, it was, it was always health coaching mixed with a bit of spiritual coaching mixed with um, life coaching. I think it was always a big conglomeration, but it was, um, that was my first era into the coaching. And that's also when I was deeper on my spiritual journey. I found A Course in Miracles. I found, I got certified um, as a meditation teacher and yoga teacher. I just like dove into a lot of things like that for myself, for my own uh, mental well-being around everything that was going on with my brother. And then, and then once again, of course, that like bled into my coaching and it bled into my blogging and what I was talking about because I would share these things that were having a massive impact on my mental health. Um, similarly, I started doing YouTube videos because I have that my kind of acting background and my comfortable comfortableness on camera. I uh, started doing recipe videos. I had, um, literally just a producer from ABC call me up one day cause she had seen my YouTube video and invited me, um, to audition for the show, the taste, which I ended up getting on with Anthony Bourdain and Nigel Lawson and Marcus Samuelson um, and Ludo. And, um, and that kind of took things from there. Uh, my first book uh, that's out is called Eat With Intention. And that came after that. I was doing a lot of talks. And my talks were, you know, they were about really loving your body, but being able to love your body and then from that tuning into your body's wisdom, tuning into your intuition and really being able to create this life that lights you up, which, which is, you know, eat with intention and also has recipes and meditations in there. Um, and it has evolved and it just keeps on evolving as I evolve and I grow. Um, I've been really lucky to have it kind of just evolve and grow with me.
I think your journey is really powerful for many women to see themselves within. And so I'd love to turn a little bit to present day. You know, we are, it's like everything was going smooth. And then all of a sudden, it's like we all just got hit by like a bus that we didn't see coming. And everyone's inside and kids are out of school and coaches and teachers are wondering what to do, what does this mean? And I, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about the work that you do and how kind of apropos it is to times like this, you know? And so I'd love to hear what guidance and advice you have for people today who are stuck in the rut, who are feeling really um, discouraged and some of them are just downright depressed about the current state of affairs and what to do to keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the first thing I want to say is that if you're feeling in the rut, if you're feeling depressed or anxious or, um, you know, frustrated with the world right now, um, that's okay. You know, you're paying attention Um, to to pay attention to know what's going on is to be is to feel those emotions, you know. And so I think, you know, one, acknowledging that, feel your feelings, but, but, you know, but have it be a thing. I like to say, give yourself almost like a lot of time to be in that space um, and then really use your tools. Like this, this is where we have so many beautiful tools to use. Um, and one of the, the ones that I just put out on my um, YouTube that we can throw a link in at the bottom here for this um it's tapping and eft for anxiety and overwhelm Mm, you talk about that please because so many people have heard about it and they haven't done it or they don't know what it is please share more on that oh my gosh so i'm a so first of all i'm a huge advocate for meditation yeah that being said i have found tapping as someone um that dances with anxiety I have found tapping allows me to get into a space where therefore I can meditate, right? Because if you deal with an, any intense emotion, right, it can be really hard to then just sit and meditate. Now, if you can, you absolutely should. <laughs> but if you're in that moment where you're like, I'm just too anxious, I can't sit still, or I'm just like too in it, tapping, um, which is called emotional freedom technique, which is literally just tapping on different energy meridians while repeating, you're, you're seeing these affirmations as you're tapping. So you're saying, even though I feel really anxious, or I feel really depressed, or I feel really hopeless, whatever you're feeling right now, you're honest about it. I still love and accept myself. Mm. And then you go around these different energy meridians, and you kind of just allow yourself to go on a, like, I call a thought dump where you're literally, you say your your first like affirmation about what you're feeling and then you just go into it. You know, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I can't shake this feeling overwhelmed. I feel like the world is like falling apart. I don't know what my job is gonna look like. I don't know what my relationships are gonna look like. I'm worried that like my Aunt Linda is gonna get sick. You know, you just go through like all of the things that are coming on your mind as you're doing this process. And I have a video because it, it's hard to explain if you don't see it, but if you just tap, if you, just watch the video and you tap with it or you, you don't have to do my video if you want. You could totally just Google like tapping for anxiety and there's a bunch of people I'm sure that will pop up. But um, it's super helpful to watch and I think that's a super helpful tool right now um, for those um, of us that are experiencing very intense emotions that need to take a little bit of the edge off. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and then meditation. Like I really, really, really think this is a time where we're being forced inward, literally. Yeah. And this is a time for us to to get reflective. This is the time for us to listen to our own divine guidance. And the truth is, is there is no one size fits all way to navigate yeah. this time. Yeah. And the the only thing that is for sure is that all of us should be tuning in and listening to you know when whether that is meditating or whether that's just taking a few minutes when you wake up in the morning and you're laying in bed and you have your eyes closed and you're in that little place between like asleep and awake and mm-hmm. You take a few breaths and you put your hands on your heart or wherever you want to put them, if you want to put them on your belly or something, and you just ask yourself, what would feel really good for me to do today? Mm. What would feel really nourishing for me to do today? And this was very similar to the things I did when everything was going on with Kenny, um, with my brother. It was because I wanted, because the conditions of life were so gray were so sad for me in that moment, as I think a lot of people might be feeling right now for themselves and their family as well. I needed to just guide myself to try to find, well, what are the next like three things I could do today that might give me a little joy, right? Might give me a little peace. And so if you're tuning in every day, I think what's going to happen is, you know, there are going to be some days where the answer is, you know, bake some cookies and and hang out with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some days the answer is going to be like, uh, do a, a, I've been doing like cardio hip hop videos on YouTube. <laughs> I have been loving all of the dance videos everywhere. <laughs> Every day I'm in a new one. <laughs> so good. They're so good. You know, and then there are going to be other days and, and there are going to be other days that say, you know what? Go get on and record a podcast and share, you know, share a tool. You know what? Go get on and, and you know, FaceTime a friend and meditate with her or, you know, call your parents or, you know, be, you know, be of service. And there might be days where you, you call in and it's like, okay, this is, the, this is go time. Yeah. This is go time. And, you know, I have been, I, th- I think all of us, in my opinion, all of us, uh, I think the community that you have listening to this, that you attract and that I attract together, you guys are here to create a shift in the world. You're here to create an impact. I have no doubt that you are getting instructions right now on some levels that are saying, it's go time, guys. Mm. <laughs> um, that being said, that I mean, I've been getting that loud and clear. I practically feel electrified every day with all the things I want to do. And all I want to share, that doesn't mean I don't take a bath for three hours when I need it. (laughs) You know, that doesn't mean that I don't get to, you know, I had a a day last week or whatnot where I woke up and I did this. And and the first thing I heard was just like vacuum the whole house, (laughs) you know. And so I did it. And you know what? I felt peace after it. (laughs) And, And so I think it's really important to honor what's ever coming through. That being said, I think when you do that, naturally, there's going to be a lot of self-care. There's going to be a lot of, you know, taking care of the home, being present with loved ones. 
And I think for a lot of us, there's also going to be a lot of calls to action, mm-hmm. a lot of calls to show up, um, to utilize this time, especially for those of you that maybe have maybe are in that stage that I was at where I had had this kind of like, you know, creative project on the side going that I really love that was giving me joy, but I, you know, didn't have, you know, copious amounts of time to really dive into it. I think times like these allow us to dive into it on a, on a one level for our, our mental health, right. Mm -hmm. To be like, I want to be creating something. Mm -hmm. I want to feel like I'm putting something out there. And then on the other level, of course, because the world needs us right now to be the light and to anchor that in. And so I think it is, it's, um, it is about listening to that guidance. And I feel like pushing people in either direction is not the truth, right? It doesn't have to be all about, you know, Netflix and chill or bubble baths or whatnot. And it doesn't also have to be all like, you have to show up right now and you have to be of service to everyone. No, you have to take care of your mental well-being as well. Mm. Um, And so I think it is, I think it is, it's a balance of both, but I do think right now um, it is time to nourish yourself, go inside, reflect, and then also see if there is some of your medicine is being called forth. If there is a way for you to utilize the things that you light up talking about, the things that you find joy in to share with other people to do that right now, whether that's in an Instagram live, whether that's in a, an email or a video you send to loved ones and friends, you know, whether that is in creating something like a, a workshop or a course or, or whatnot, offering your services in some way. I think this is the time to do it, especially if a lot of you guys listening our coaches, our, you know, varying degrees of, of service providers in the mental, physical, soul, well-being category. Mm-hmm. Um, people need you guys more than ever right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me just ask you one question about that, Cassandra, because I think in the community, there's also this um, belief that's going around that now is not a good time to sell. And there are some women in business who are feeling very guilty about selling their services at, in this moment. And I just love to know if you have any advice or feedback for them in terms of moving forward with their business, or maybe they shouldn't be. What would be your feedback for, for that concern? Yes. So I've been hearing that a lot as well. And uh, here's why here's why I don't necessarily agree that now is not a good time to sell. Mm. So first, first of all, I feel like now is it, it in a way it is a different time to sell. But okay, so I'm doing two things. One thing I'm going to say is we're going to talk about like a low ticket offer, and then we'll talk about a higher one. So for a lower ticket offer, like right now, I am offering online workshops about twice a week, different ones for fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So a relatively, you know, little amount of money. And and also in the market, there are a ton of people that are offering similar workshops for free. Why I actually feel it's a complete disservice 
to offer this for free is because every single person that signs up for my workshop shows up and does it. Mm -hmm. People that, and it's $14. So it's, it's not like they're not breaking the bank, you know, <laughs> to show up and do it. But, yeah. um, but similar workshops for free. And I've done this too, right? Where I've offered the same thing for free. Yeah. Maybe I'll have like hundreds of people sign up for it and I can see the stats and, and a very small percentage of them actually do it. Mm. I think you can even ask yourself that. I will say that with myself and I'm sure someone listening. Um, there's a lot of free stuff I've signed up for mm -hmm. um, this week, the past two weeks, that I don't think I've watched any of it, honestly. Mm. And so I think you have to there – is, there is a benefit on both sides to the exchange of, of money, which is energy, right? Mm -hmm. And so – when right now the 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 market is very much saturated with everybody and their brother doing like free things, mm -hmm. that's really great and it's really uninspiring at the same time. Because mm -hmm. it's great. Like I'm on IG Live every day for free. I have a podcast too, which is a ton of free content. I'm constantly giving tools on YouTube for free. That's great. But for like full on works, I will even say like for full on like workshops and and things like that. Creating that container where even if you charge people five bucks, mm -hmm. right, will give them a little bit more skin in the game to show up and do it Yeah, is the gift. And I think that's something that you always have to consider. And I consider that in all of my things is I, I want someone to show up. For me, I have no, I get no fulfillment. I get no joy out of having an offer <clears throat> that someone signs up for and doesn't do whether mm -hmm. it's like a course or a workshop or whatever it is I don't if I charge <clears throat> whatever <clears throat> $47 for an intense course and and it's really not enough to make someone show up to the amount of hours that it's going to require that feels that feels sad to me <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right? um, so I think one of those don't be afraid to offer Right now, I think it's really good to offer low ticket, low ticket, high value offers to the market. So if there's like little workshops like that and, and price them accordingly, you know, here where I live in California to take a meditation class or a workshop like that would have been like 25 to 35 dollars. Right. So 14 bucks, I, you know, feel felt good to me energetically. Right. Find something that feels good and reasonable to you energetically. Mm. So, when it comes to bigger offers, let's say as far as your one-on-one -on -one coaching or your group coaching programs right now, I think it's not so much about what you're charging as much as it is about what value you're giving because right now is a time when people really, they're going to be spending their money on things that they truly feel are valuable. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, right now if you have to consider the market right you have to consider what people are thinking of people are not probably right now gonna buy your like school lunch meal prep course mm -hmm. gonna buy that right mm -hmm. don't try to sell it mm -hmm. think of what do people need right now so if what people need right now they might need like, think of the basic things people have in their pantry right now that maybe they stocked up on. And maybe you do a thing saying, here's like seven different dinners 
you can make from beans and pasta and frozen vegetables or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, just a silly example. But but for me, even when I have, you know, what I'll say I have shifted, I've shifted a little bit from some of my more self-discovery um, spiritual um, courses that I, I do think are really, really important. But right now I'm focusing way more on helping women that are feeling that call to step up right now and start these online businesses, because that is something that is very clearly valuable to people right now as they watch people that have online businesses still chug along and people that don't have it losing their jobs, you know, mm -hmm. facing uncertainty, right? We're seeing I'm seeing how the most impact and most value, and that's kind of what I sat down and I advise anyone that's listening to sit down as you think about what you're offering. I thought out of all the things I can give, out of all the tools, all the things I've coached people on, I have courses on, what is the thing that will be of highest service to people right now? Mm -hmm. And for me, that is being able to empower women to financially support their household. Mm, I love and that. When I think about that, my whole body gets tingles and I want to give that gift to as many women as possible to be able to rise, to not only serve the world, but serve their family right now. Yeah. And so I think whatever, you know, whoever who's listening, whatever your offering is and it, you know, whether you're a health coach or, you know, whatever your thing is within your realm, get really clear on like, how can I channel this or how can I channel my skill sets and my level of expertise and what I'm good at doing in a way that provides something that feels necessary right now? Mm -hmm. I do. We do need to get down to, we do need to get down to the necessities. We do need to get down. That doesn't mean that, you know, mental health is a necessity now. Immunity is a necessity now. These things are important, right? But you need to communicate communicate to your people right now from the level of what they're thinking they need. Yeah. I love that. And I think that that's really what being an entrepreneur is about. It is about finding the need. And so people are asking the wrong question. The question shouldn't be, is it right to sell right now? The question should be, what do people need right now? I mean, could you imagine if Amazon said, the world is it's some of the, you know, it's some things that I think as women and maybe some men have asked it too, but I think as women, sometimes we just can become overly sensitive about, and we can then end up being a disservice. You have gifts that need to be shared. And so it is important for you to step into your gifts at a higher level right now in a space where people do need you. And in this world, like you said, that exchange is a monetary exchange. And you want to be, of course, mindful of the current circumstances of the people around you, but you want to serve. Now is the time to serve. And so I, I love that you confirmed that and that you shared your story around that too. This has been such a beautiful time with you, Cassandra, learning about your business, learning about the wonderful work that you're doing. And as we get ready to close, I'd love to ask you if you could look back and give your 10 year younger self any piece of advice, what would it be? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Don't second guess yourself. Mm. I think that's what I would say. I would say don't second guess yourself. 
you know, stay true to what, you know, stay true to what's coming through. And, and then I think as part of that, I would say, be careful, just be careful whose advice you put above the, the into your intuition. Mm, Love that. It's that inner knowing. Love it. And how can we support you? You have dropped so many good goodies throughout this whole show. You talked about your podcast. You talked about the work that you're doing. Where can people find you if they want to support you and follow you and get more information about the work that you do? Yeah. So my website is just CassandraBodzak.com. So you'll have that spelled out probably, you know, on the podcast, my name. So just my name.com. Um, my, all my, my Instagram and my Facebook, similarly, just my name. And then if you're listening to this and you're a podcast junkie, um, my podcast is called divine downloads. Um, and that's available on iTunes, Spotify, all the different platforms. So you can check that out as well. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm all the places. Just Cassandra Bozak. <laughs> oh, lovely. Cassandra, thanks so much for coming on the show and I can't wait to have you back. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. And as always, for more resources, as you continue to live out your beautiful mission of healing the world and grow your beautiful business, you can head to www.shehealstheworld.com forward slash freebie to see what new resources I have in store for you. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. And I can't wait to see you at the next episode.